But it is what is up. What is good, gamers? This is Show Enough Seventy One, aka Digadula Mike. Purple bling bling, y'all. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode two hundred of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. that gamer stepdaddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much as usual. Just want to say happy 200th episode to uh, you two partners in crime. You know, it's uh, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for the two of you. So, um just want to say sweet and um yeah and and we wouldn't be doing we wouldn't have survived 200 episodes without uh, you listeners out there so a special shout out and thanks to all you folks that are out there uh tuning in every every week you know and just means a lot to us thank you indeed, yeah, we definitely indeed. definitely appreciate everyone's input i mean we're doing this just more for fun and you know, not wanting to be the latest internet superstars or anything like that. You know, that's why we haven't streamed all that much or at all, you know, but we're here for you. We're here for us, too. It's like a passion project. It's been continuing. So we're the game pass of podcasts. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, we're actually free. So Yeah, we're free. Yeah, okay. <laughs> of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Otherwise known as the food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on? Not much, man. Uh, it's like lamenting the fact that I think you guys are asking me. I've been really busy at work, so it's about, and I'm hoping this will kind of conclude the heaviness, all that stuff. Like I spent like three hours today working on some work bullshit and uh, <laughs> yesterday working an hour or so. Mm. on there it's just uh you know it's just stuff you know especially with a computer at home you know it's just it's it's unfortunately easily accessible and i don't i actually enjoy working from home but at the same time it's like uh you know i need to draw those lines of separation you know so i would agree yeah yeah, otherwise, uh, let the listeners know. I know last episode I promised a big PlayStation VR 2 blowout. Well, guess what? There's no PlayStation VR 2 blowout. It's sitting in the box still, so it's <laughs> along with my Steam Deck and everything else. So, <laughs> so you, have to you wait know, a little I'm not a little bit I'm longer. Your, uh, yeah, wait a little longer. Anticipation, you know, the the uh, hopefully if you value my opinions that much. <laughs> that you know once i do deliver on said opinions that you guys will get that much more out of it but there's probably other outlets out there that are giving you a full ball blowouts on the playstation vr2 that you know <laughs> you know everything's all gonna be all new for me but uh yeah just with this work stuff it's just like i've been gaming for comfort versus gaming to like you know check out and try new things if need be so we'll talk about more about about that in our playlist so all right ain't nothing wrong with that man ain't nothing wrong with that so how you been doing kev uh i've been doing well been doing okay i've been enjoying my 
my little staycation. So um, wasn't what we planned, but hey, we're we're, we're making the most of it. But uh, yeah, we're doing okay. So as usual, our first topic on our docket is going to be the playlist. All right, Diz, uh, why don't we kick things off with you? What you been playing? Um, Honestly, not a whole lot. Um, It's been, I don't know what it is. I got, I was playing Wild Hearts for a long time, you know, and I was, you know, I, I enjoy it. It's a great, it's a great game, a lot of fun. And I, um, you know, go back to it every now and again, but I am a Monster Hunter stan. Um, so, so I am back playing Monster Hunter, uh, uh, I want to say World, Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, back playing that game is just fantastic. And, and, uh, no, no shade or, or, or villainy to, uh, the, the switch but this is the system that it needed you know to be on like it needed to be on playstation you know five and you know systems that can actually you know make it look as fantastic as it is like it it needed to be on you know on these higher frame rate you know um uh systems it just it just needed to be like that you know and it just looks so much better it plays better the loading time is great it's just Everything about it is just better um, on those systems. Although I haven't played it on uh, the Xbox, but I can only imagine that it just it has to play better than it did on the Switch. You know, again, no no hate to the Switch. Like I I have it, I love it, I think it's fantastic, but it just this this needed you know the 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 game needed to be on on a better system, just one hundred percent. And yeah. I'm glad that it is. And um, so. I'm really into uh I was hunting horn for a long time. Uh then I just went back to my first my first true love which is a uh, sword and shield and been doing sword and shield for a long time loving it and then I had to go to um um I had to go to um what was it the sword and shield and then I went to um you do, you're messing with the Switch Axe, right? Yes, yes. Now I'm messing with the Switch Axe. So I, I've I've played with the Switch Axe before um, a long time ago, um, but I had to go back because I wanted another weapon. Like I, like I like the Sword and Shield because it can be much more of a much more of a technical. People say that it's not a technical weapon, but it really is um, when moving around and doing your stuff. So, so I, I, I enjoy it, you know, I enjoy running around and I enjoy, really enjoy the movement and the animation, um, for when you're doing the roles and you're jumping out of the way. And when you seamlessly move into one move into another move, it's just like, just the, I'm going to say the, the beauty and the grace of, of playing, uh, Monster Hunter is just so fantastic. And it's just that I, I really feel that it's that longevity that that um, it's that longevity that Monster Hunter has and and its refinement over the games really sets it apart from other hunting games. Um, and that's not to say that other hunting games aren't good. It's just, you know, Monster Hunter, you know, being 
pretty much the original um has has the formula down pat and and i and i, and I love it for it you know i just i just i just love everything that you can do in in it and while um and while i'm laughing because it's like you know while wild hearts you know took took my focus for a little bit i i don't know like i'm 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 kind of feeling like Kevin in that I'll probably play the game uh, Wild Hearts to uh, to beat it and see like what the what the ending is like. But I don't think that I'm going to be um, sticking with it as much as I have stuck with um, uh, uh, Monster Hunter Rise. And with the with the announcement of the um, the announcement of the uh, DLC uh, coming out uh the sunbreak dlc coming out um later this year that just reinvigorates it although i'm telling you i'm telling you like i really hope that we get a a um an announcement for um world monster two. hunter world uh two like we're world gonna get two. something at some point um, now i know we are it's just today I, I just hope is... it's this year well, today is the uh, 19th anniversary of the release of the original Monster Hunter in Japan, back on the PS2. So today is the actual day. So it's March, what, uh, 12th, uh, 2004, or 2003. Um, no, yeah, 2004, excuse me. So Mom. was the initial date for uh, Mo- Monster Hunter on the PlayStation 2 in Japan. So... You gotta know that they have something big planned for their 20th anniversary. You know that they're gonna have a bunch of games. So I'm assuming that World 2 or whatever they want to call it, um, whatever the latest modern release of Monster Hunter is going to be coming out at some point next year. Well, so. they call it Monster Hunter World 2. I don't think, I don't know why they need to call it anything else. Yeah. You know, I would love because since it's Monster Hunter world quote unquote world it could be anywhere you know that's what i like about it is the monster hunter see because like they never really tell you in monster hunter they never really tell you if it's all the same world if it's different worlds if it's different timelines if it's different you know different alternative monster hunter realities like they just don't tell you anything and i really like that you know because i imagine the lore is it's just this giant ass world with all these different you know continents and then you go to a different continent and though you see the certain different types of monsters and then you have a couple of new ones that you've never seen before but then all the other ones because you know monsters migrate around and we don't know if they're connected or not or whatever you know so so that's why i'm just like you know let's do it you know let's let's you know let's create a whole new monster hunter you know uh world and and um go to a different area like we just had you know, Japanese inspired one with with Rise and World was just kind of all over the place. So like, you know, like I really would love, you know, a different one that's sort of like, you know, um you know, because you're always gonna have the sandy plane, you're always gonna have a, a forest plane, you know, area. You're always gonna have these different like biomes that you fight in. So let's, you know, let's change it up a bit, you know, and make yeah. it, you know, like a little bit more Western or make it a little bit more, you know, ancient China, you know, or, or whatever. Like, that's what I like about it is you can literally go anywhere with monster hunter. It's so open-ended, you know, and, and, 
And if they ever decide to open, bring in a new weapon, ooh, what they, if they brought a new weapon, oh, like a whip or something, oh, that would be just mwah, chef's kiss. If they brought in a new weapon, that would be fantastic. You know, round out because they're 14 now. They may make it make it full on 15. Ooh, that'd be the that would bring be some, the that'd be the the shihu right there. I uh, always bring, I oh go ahead, Joe. Oh, go ahead, go. I'm sorry. You know, when you're talking about that, Des, I was kind of thinking for World 2, you know, mm-hmm. how I think one thing that they could do is while you have like different, like you have different races because you got elf looking people and the, the, the cat people and the, the, you know, all these different uh, folks is that they could maybe explore different tribes of hunters and you can make your tr- your hunter look however the, he or she wants to look, but if you put them from a in a in one of the different tribes, maybe that tribe specializes in a core innate skill. Like maybe one tribe because they're in a desert area, they have you know earth abilities, or maybe if uh, another tribe is a they live in a in a very watery area they their skills are kind of water-based and you could maybe build instead of making affinities like something that you have to gem up for and and armor up for you could maybe have core abilities that you can build your hunter around by selecting which tribe they're from kind of kind of like the last airbender mm-hmm. like you have like the fire nation the earth nation and you know all you know they specialize in a certain core aspect but you could as you as you hunt and you get armor and whatnot you can accentuate certain aspects of that core ability and that that would well a that would maybe encourage people to try all the have a character from from all the different tribes just to see how how they can build them out and b you could have different monsters or different varieties of of the same monster uh in that 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 live in those environments and maybe you could kind of mix and match to uh, create different expressions of that core build of the, of that core innate ability that each tribe has. So, like you could, if you have a water tribe, you know, because they're they're dealing with because you may go and you hunt some monsters in the desert arena, your mm-hmm. water could be like some type of a steam or have a burning effect, you know, that, that could affect yep. some things. Or, uh, if you're, if you're, uh, uh, say again, if you're, if you're part of the, you know, the earth, uh, group and you go to, uh, you do some time, you spend time in the water uh, world and, and maybe the, uh, the, the, the iced over world and your attacks can, have like an ice effect and and like basically just kind of take away maybe change and so instead of having to gem for these different things uh for your builds you actually require you to go as one tribe and go to an, an another region and hunt there and help them out there 
And by helping them out there at that at that hub, you start picking up some of those innate abilities that will alter your core ability in different and be able to express it in different ways. Yeah. Uh, as that's one thing I always thought that they sh- that they could uh, explore the 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 hunter the hunt the different hunters uh, aspect a little bit more because like like even in in Rise you got one dude that 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 you know the 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 chief of the village you know he looks like someone from fist of the north star i can't remember i can't remember yeah got and that green look on yeah, him yeah he got this other short dude who's got long ears and 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 you know and then you have the, the yes yeah then you have the 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 twins uh who give you their missions and each one of them have they you never really see it, but it's expressed like the twins can react and have some type of linkage to the uh, a mental uh, link to the monster, so they can know when the calamity is coming. You know, and maybe they could build on that. Like each one of these, you know, has has a different aspect, a core function that is innate with their tribe that they might try doing. Yeah, I mean, they're they're that's the thing about this game is is they have so many opportunities to, to do all different types of stuff with it um but unfortunately knowing monster hunter you know and capcom they're not gonna mess too much with a good thing so mm. yeah so if it ain't likely, broke <laughs> yeah most likely we'll get we'll, we might get we're lucky if we're lucky we'll get one weapon and then different different looking biomes but that's pretty much it i mean i would uh. love them to re to, to reinvent uh, a little bit more but i just don't think they're gonna do that <laughs> i mean you know three they introduced swimming and, and, ocean you, and combat. have we seen it again have we no. seen it since all right then <laughs> oh you know you never know they might go back you know so they ain't gonna go back uh four you know, introduced a lot of multi-layer um things to each level on there so like you're up going from lower to upper levels as far as this yeah. you know but it's so, all around combat. See, that's the thing. It's like yeah. it's like they're they're always trying to reinvigorate the combat in Monster Hunter. You know, they don't they're not worried about the um the overall story or anything like that. You know, you are you are a human human esque monster hunter or you know type of person, and then everyone else serves to aid you on your quest. And that's yeah. you know, and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. You know, and I'm fine with that. That's the thing. Like, you know, I'm fine with it. You know, some it's always some's happening with the with the ecosystem. Uh, how are we gonna fix it? No, sorry. How are you gonna fix it? And uh, see you. Want to see you, buddy? Bye. <laughs> yeah, but you know, they have a potential to kind of with the a next gen system or current it's gen a shopping I list. Say. You know. Yeah. So, you know, Monster Hunter 3 had a lot of different elements to swimming, of course. Uh, the Gen Moran, you know, the, fighting that gigantic, you know, basically monster. You know, you're on a ship, for God's sake, and you're riding the uh, desert, you know, like like if you're riding the sea over there. And oh, I remember. Taking yeah. multi, you know, multi-sections and that kind of thing. So, you know, there's, there's potential. I just hope this new version, whatever they're going to bring out, is going to be PS5, Xbox Series only, and PC. Oh, it has to be. It yeah. has to be. Um, like, something tells me, because be. Capcom, uh, right now, at least, like, with Resident Evil, like, 4 remake, it's PS4 and Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, I, so. think I think the reason why they're doing that is because they can actually do it. 
you know mm-hmm. they can actually do it because they're not really pushing the hardware all that much you know yeah, they're, they're thinking like why not you know i, I think even, if even really with their push it, yeah even with their latest games like exo primal they're releasing it for xbox one and ps4 as well so you know i'm just mm, that's see that that's the mistake if you ask me just depends on their engine, you know, whatever engine they're running it off of. If, if they're able to scale down properly, then yeah. So mm, I don't know if I want to see Exo Primal <laughs> while them them Velociraptor clones running around chugging an Xbox One and a PS4. Uh, <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> just just that that's gonna chug. I I, I don't I. Either that or you're going to have to something like that, you almost have to make it almost an entirely different game. Yeah. Because the system is just not going to be able to replicate what you can do on this current generation of consoles effectively and at definitely not the same uh visual fidelity. You're going to have to just make a, either you're gonna to have to make it a really ugly game that runs great, or you're going to have to make it kind of an okay looking game that has far fewer enemies on screen. Yeah, and just pray folks don't rip you to shreds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have more information on Exo Primal during news. So, yeah, but uh, but yeah, but that's all I've been playing. So, uh, Jabron Brone, what you been playing, buddy? Uh, basically, uh, I've been, cause of all this work crap and going to a funeral and everything, I just been kind of reaching for my games to be kind of like a decompressing kind of tool. So basically, you know, I, even though you could, could kind of say that Monster Hunter is kind of stressful, it really isn't, you know, so. Nah, Monster Hunter um, isn't stressful. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's not like playing Dark Souls or something like that. So on there. So I've been basically just whole hogging on some monster on the rise so i did play wild hearts a little bit after our last recording was was two weeks ago and actually i have enjoyed what we played so far of wild hearts i mean yeah. i have nothing against the game i i kind of see the Todekin kind of uh blueprint on it just a little bit you know get, granted Todekin 2 came out in 2016 for god's sake and it was a cross-platform beta game slash ps4 game so it's like uh, Mega Force has like kind of done their thing to kind of you know reinvent the wheel in the genre, and uh, you know I'm not going to fault it for it not being like Monster Hunter. You know, even though you could com- compare, you know, it's like I'm going to kind of c- consider it, it its own game. I just want to maybe carve out some additional time when I'm ready to play it, so that I am just playing that and nothing else in the same genre. You know, you know, I think there's not enough room in my mental you know deck to say okay i'm gonna try to angle to try to build towards this set in wild hearts and then also grind and similar similarly if i could say that word properly in rise as well so Mm -hmm. on there so you know if i'm gonna play something else other than rise or wild hearts i'm gonna play something in an entirely different genre that will kind of cleanse my palate a bit you know there's some other games i've been meaning to play plus my playstation vr2 plus a lot of different things on there so you know if i'm gonna be playing something else besides monster hunter rise i just want to make sure to, to you know play other stuff if that's the case you know it's like you know it's like it's like you're eating hamburgers but you're getting a hamburger from burger king and carl's jr <laughs> it's like okay 
I just want to have a burger from one place, not both places kind of thing. So Yeah, and if you're going to eat that burger, better get it from the best place you you can get it from. You got it. Yeah. I hate to say it, but Monster Hunter is that. <laughs> so, you know, kind of is what it is at this point. I don't regret my purchase of Wild Hearts. Though. Oh, no, so, neither do I. And I'll definitely play it. You know, that's that's not yeah. an issue. Uh, I'm not trading in. I'm going to let that firm up a bit. I'm going to let them update the game a little bit more, maybe get a little more content in there and then. When there is a lull, uh, possibly after, you know, some break kind of, you know, peters down on there, I could definitely see where I could carve some time to play Wild Hearts at that point. So on there. So uh, other than that, though, that's pretty much all I've been playing these last couple of weeks. So, you know, I still got other, like I mentioned, PlayStation VR 2. I got a couple games from the library. I even Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh, my God. So. Wow. <laughs> I didn't buy it, Kev, but you know, mm. I do have it, so. Not mm. yet. It'll be no, bought. No. It'll be bought. I, I Maybe at a steep discount, but it'll be bought. Uh, there's no discounts with Call of Duty, so. Yeah. I agree. Maybe Microsoft will throw PlayStation the bone and make Call of Duty a PlayStation Plus game of the month or something. Who knows? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, I have not played anything else. Steam Deck, no. Uh, Xbox, no. Uh, Switch, no. So, <laughs> so, is what it is. We want to, you know, go through and play some different stuff, but we'll see if I succeed on the next episode. So, okay, what else have you been playing? So, I'm kind of on the short list of titles as well. I did dab a little bit in uh, Wolong. Uh, the demo and uh, made it to the end boss where I, I had to stop due, due to other things I had to do, but I like it. I uh, got the, got the main game and uh, when time allows, I will definitely be heading back into that world. I, I, I like the aggressiveness of the combat. And even though there is a, a stamina bar at play, to me, it doesn't get get in the way of the combat, and that was very, very important. I didn't want it to feel. Now, it's not secular where you can just attack, 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 attack all day long and not get tired. It's not like that. But uh, if you were to try to play this as secular, you wouldn't get very far, I don't think. Meaning that um, uh, there is a counter and parry and guard system at play here, but Whereas with Sekiro, it was uh, kind of like parrying and battling for uh, stance breakage against your opponents. In this, you are looking for those openings to do a counter. And you're either countering or you're blocking in this game. And uh, I, I just like the the gameplay mechanics at play here with, with Wolong. So I'm definitely looking forward to spending more time at that. Dead, more Dead Space. I am, I guess, right at the... I'm trying to remember because it's been so long since I played the original. Uh, I'm at the point where, I'm, uh, where I've met up with the person who was leading the original mission on the Nakamura to figure out what was going on. And we're trying to get... Uh, uh, through this asteroid, this asteroid belt, and I think it's a, I'm, 
towards maybe about the 60% complete with the game, if my memory is serving, because it's been so long since I played the game, but still enjoying the heck out of that game. Um, every now and then it will, well, it, it's going to, it's going to do something to scare the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> it's still scary. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's, it's, I mentioned before, the the graphic fidelity has just increased the the gruesomeness of what you experience uh, in Dead Space, and it that in and of itself is worth the price of admission. Um, one of the the one probably the outside of the of the more recent Resident Evils like Resident Evil Seven and uh, Resident Evil Eight Village. Uh, this Dead Space game, even though it's a remake of an original, you know, from what? Dead Space came out in what, 2007, 2008? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, it's just absolutely fantastic. And uh, But the majority of my time uh, has been spent in, in Rise, Um uh, wire so bugs good. and all. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you think the wire bugs are better? I mean, or do you think it's just it just feels better to use I them? I think it. I'm. I think I'm getting used to it for well, two reasons. I'm getting used to the mechanic now, and I don't know. There is something about the Nintendo Pro controller mm. that, with the fact that it's the reverse of the the, the Xbox layout, you know from x and y and a and b are reversed certain functions i would i would i should think should be applied to where the b button should be and where the x button should be and they're kind of reversed on that and i think that's might be one of the reasons why i struggled with the wire bug uh abilities on that plat on that platform here where they have the functions placed make a little bit more sense yeah, I would agree. Especially since I have the the symbols ingrained in my in my muscle memory as, as well. So it's like, okay, I know that. Okay, hitting triangle and circle is going to do this uh, when I want to execute this maneuver. And I'm also learning longsword. And I would have to say I only dabbled in in with longsword a little bit in world. Uh, longsword is a lot seems more uh, user friendly in Rise, uh, particularly with the skills that I'm the the switch skills that I'm using. You basically have a get out of get out of jail free move with one of the wire bug maneuvers, where it's just a heavy hitting counter, where all you need is the monster just to hit you, and you'll you'll counter with this hard hitting slash. Uh, the one thing that I've struggled with is the helm breaker. Yeah. I think the helm breaker was far easier to execute yep. effectively in world Agreed, than it is 100%. in rise. I can't do the helm breaker for nothing yeah. in rise. I'm either overshooting the monster completely or I like to say I'm aim- aiming for the head or I'm aiming for the tail and I'll wind up hitting the back Yep. if I hit it at all. And and nine times out of ten, I, and it, maybe it's me, but the Hellbreaker seems slower in Rise than it is in World. 
I just it, don't like that they added it to the to to make it part of a wire bug attack. I can't I can't hit it for nothing. Yeah, like I even don't. when it, 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 you would think that because it says you know connect with with the soaring kick, and you can either do just like a downward slash, or you'll do the or you can do the hit another hold another button. I think it's R two, and you'll do the helm breaker. Nope. But every time I go for that helm breaker, the monster will move, or my aim was off. So I'm using the uh, the other one, which is like a horizontal attack where the the wire bug extends and then it's like it pulls you toward the target yeah. and you do this multi slash on the yeah. ground. That is way more effective, That's way more effective. I, I just cannot do that helm splitter for nothing. And, uh, you know, everyone, well, you, you, it's, it's helm splitter or nothing at all if you want DP, but it's like, well, if I can't hit, I don't blame, I don't believe that. (laughs) If I can't hit nothing, then what good is it? But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a great, I, I, that hell, I just could not, I just can't hit nothing with helm, with helm splitter. So, but, that has been uh, my gaming time, or what I've been spending, uh, what what has been uh, taking up my gaming time this week. Um, did you? But you haven't beaten. Did you beat? Um, uh, what was the it? Spirit Dragon? Uh, yeah. Did you? Did you? Did you beat it? I beat it. I beat the rampage section. I haven't. Okay. I haven't beat its final. The the other one that comes in for is asking for the queen. I think. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. we're all at the same. I think we're all at the same at the same spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have one more. I I have one more mission to beat, and then the uh, the urgent quest should uh, uh, deploy, and that's. I think that's when I fight. When you fight the 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 queen. Yeah, I think Wind yeah, I, we have uh because we're we're all at uh what were we Hunter at? Rank we're seven. At, Hunter, Hunter rank seven. seven. And then uh after we do that we get Hunter Rank eight and then the game kinda opens up after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now I have access to like the uh uh a lot of the other monsters in the with those special quests that I had yeah. that haven't been ex- opened up in the main hub quest yeah. yet. So I can hunt the the what's that gorilla that horned gorilla one? Oh, the, uh, the uh, what you might call it? Um, yeah, the Zhirang. Yeah, the Zhirang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can hunt that, but not on the in the regular hub quest. It's yeah. the, that special level seven and up that 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 that, that monster that chameleon looking one is available in. Yeah, but I know that you can't. It, it you have to be hunter rank eight or over to get those because because i know the seven ones are still locked at least they were locked for me so mm-hmm. so in any case i'm i'm definitely you know ready to to beat this game again and and play more with it and like because i really think that like, if you're not playing you know monster hunter uh you're really missing out so mm-hmm. if you don't have it yeah download it it's worth it yeah, I think yeah. the monster you talk about is Thunder Serpent Narwa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's who yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, because yeah, so. I know they do have a Venta quest where you can fight them both at the same time. I'm like, mm-hmm. oof. I can only imagine what that's like. Yeah. Imagine all the crazy stuff in Sunbreak, too. So. Ugh. I'm just waiting for this. I'm just waiting for the new armor. The new armor. The, the, the changes. Because when I understand Sunbreak, uh, 
it got much better in Sunbreak. Like they something about uh, the um, the play style and everything with Sunbreak with Sun uh, Sunbreak just got better. So. so yeah, and you know, just to to add on to the 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 crap that I have piled on Wild Hearts. <laughs> I, I I gotta be honest. If if Sunbreak when so by the time Sun Sunbreak drops, if I haven't gone back to Wild Hearts by then, I probably won't be going back. Huh? Yeah, it, that's it, honest. It's, it's, yeah, it's it, it it's it to me it's like okay, you can you somebody says I'm gonna give you I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hamburger. Now you can either have hammies or you can have McDonald's. What you're you're still going to eat a hamburger that day, so you're going to go to Hammy's, or you're going to Mickey Mickey D's for like the 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 the, the sawdust tasting, you it's know sawdust tasting. <laughs> oh, the man want to explain what yeah. Hammy's is because Hammy's has yeah. no berries. Well, it, it, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's that's this, funny. It's this this very good uh, <laughs> uh, burger joint around here uh, for others for something maybe others may say Five Guys for for the, a more recognizable <laughs> chain. Out, Sorry, yeah. so you said it. You know, you get that sawdust tasting. <laughs> Damn, that was funny. That was good. Yeah, you know, I'm a McDonald's stan. I, I love me some McDonald's, but their burgers. Uh, uh, uh. It's like I have to like doctor that shit up. Uh, go get a quarter pounder. Oh, I'm putting Tabasco on it. I'm like, you know, getting an extra tomato. I'm grabbing shit from the fridge so I could just make it partially edible. You know, I, I love me some quarter pounders. That's too much but... work to do for something. That kind of is. Like, I don't know. I know, but you add the tomato slice in the McDonald's app. It's like 80 cents for a damn tomato slice. Like, I, 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 I have, toma- I have tomatoes in my house. I could like slice up a tomato. A tomato don't cost no eighty cent. No tomato slice. Get out of here with that. <laughs> here you have it. Here you have it, everybody. The the the, the conscientious gamer, gamer chef, right here. Yeah, there you go. So that shows you how I, frugal I am, Trader yep. Joe over here. You know, Trader I'm all Joe frugal with my. I pay no eighty cents for a damn tomato slice. Hell no. I'm gonna go doctor it up myself. Yeah. Real quick, real quick. So there was this. <laughs> this is funny. So there was this TikTok floating around, and there was this woman, and she posted this TikTok, and she like met a guy on this dating app. I don't remember what it was. And she's walking home from the from the from the date, and she posts on her on on her TikTok that she went to have she she, she had dinner with this guy. And she had got like a salad or something and he got a burger. And then he they asked, like, do you want cheese on that? And he says, is cheese extra? And she said, yeah, it's like three dollars. And he was like, no, that's okay," You know, and and she was just like, "Okay." And so. (laughs) So, okay, so this is what makes it for me. It makes it really kind of weird is so the, the, the the waitress leaves and he's all like, you know, wow, it's like everything costs extra nowadays. It's, he was like, you know, it's kind of crazy that it would cost like three dollars for some cheese. Right. So she finishes her meal and then gets up and excuses herself to go to the bathroom. She takes her purse and then she basically walks to the waitress and pays for the meal and and tells the waitress to tell the guy that he should have got extra cheese because it, I guess it made him look it made him look cheap. And I'm like, wait, what? Um. Okay. I was like, are you serious with this? 
I know like, this ain't. I, I know this. I don't. I know this ain't the gaming vessels, the uh, 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 social media app dating podcast. But yeah, I ain't paying three dollars for a slice of cheese and a hamburger. I'm yeah, not. But it, just, but it was just the way she said it. Was like that was like made him like less than a man. I'm like, Damn. yeah, it's like yeah. it is just cheese, lady. If you don't want to spend for it, like let yeah. him alone. Let him live his life. But she's yeah. all like, nah. and, and then the fact that I will give her enough credit that she paid for the, or did she just pay for her meal? No, she paid for the Dodge? whole meal. No, she okay. paid for the whole meal. But the reason she was doing that because she she the reason she did it is because she it made him look cheap, yeah. and she wanted to just show him that that you know she can pay, you know for whatever. So it was just like trying to add insult to injury, and I'm just like that made no sense. And you wonder why dudes are going to the Philippines and and the Caribbean <laughs> to find women, and they and they're leaving you know what they call them the the passport bros. You wonder why why American dudes are turning into passport bros. It, it's it stuff just, like that. It was just a lot. I was stuff like, stuff like that. It's it's just stuff like that. It's like, look, woman, please. Mm-mm. So I I didn't want to I didn't want to you know just you know, go off too off subject, but I just thought that was a very like interesting thing to say. Like it's like really that's that's where we're drawing the line at. Jeez, okay. Mm, yeah. Know? Like especially if it's a first date. It's like, right, yeah, really? I have no idea what this person is. <laughs> you have no value because you won't overpay for a slice yeah, of cheese. Yeah, you, you won't get cheese. I don't know. I just, it's just recognize weird. him for being, like, you know, uh, cons- you know, frugal with his money that he's actually knows the value, you know, and whatnot. But then know? I was, like, thinking, but then but then I keep thinking about, like, games and, like, how this, how this, you know, is this, like, something with, like, games or something? Because, you know, you know, it's, like, it's because we, we value our stuff. But I'm just, like, I, I can't. I, I just don't think that it's a a reason why you need to like you know people just don't want a certain thing and that's and that's fine. I don't know. It's just yeah. they're making a lot more out of it than it needs to be. But I just thought it was a very weird like that's a very weird line to draw. You know, yeah. sand. In, in my opinion, I just wouldn't do something like that personally. Yeah, I will give her credit for for paying for the whole meal. I will because a lot a lot of them would have just walked at, out. Either walked out. <laughs> I've been like, bye. But in any case, you know, that's that was just, you know, my 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 funny little, you know, Joeism, you know, with the with the cheese and stuff. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> but, all right. So our next topic on our docket, as usual, following the playlist is going to be the vessel line. All right, Dad, you got the mic, man. All right, everybody. Well, uh, thank you so much for for tuning into our show as always. And uh, for our fifth, our two hundredth episode, we happen to have a a vessel line. And for this vessel line, we basically went through and we saw what's going on on our on our our show. You know what's what's happening. You know, and for uh, for this vessel line, we had some folks who came in a little bit late, but they had some. Um, they had some uh, responses to our main event question, uh, our last main event question, which was, what was slash is your favorite handheld gaming console? And uh, Will D said, um, it's a split between modern and old. The OG Game Boy was great. It got me through plenty of long car rides. Same here. 
I can still remember beating Metroid 2, but the Steam Deck is is in its own category of greatness. A mini PC. Repairable, uh, comfortable to this day. I'm still cursing the PS Vita, uh, P- PS Vita's form factor. <laughs> and this history was uh, OG Game Boy, Game Gear, Vita, Switch, and the Steam Deck. Now, I know uh, I definitely have to agree with you. Um, I, ne- I, I wanted to get a um a vita and i ne- i never did i got a psp and that was mine and the only reason why i got a psp was because joe was like you know you can you can um uh doctor it you know you can you can you can crack mod it, it. And you, yeah, yeah you can mod it you know and that's what i did so i had a ton of games that i was playing on the go in my psp with, with my little memory cards and i absolutely loved it so and I still have them to this day, and I can still uh, play them. But I absolutely adore them. I think that I think that that system was was great. And I never got into the um, the Vita, uh, but after playing it at Joe's house, and he was playing what was he playing? He was playing um, uh, Wipeout. It was Wipeout that he was playing, and I just absolutely just like adored um, seeing it. Uh, with the visuals i just thought that that screen was just so pure and was just so like bright and beautiful that i was like wow like i that was a system that that i honestly really thought about like going and purchasing but for whatever reason it just never it, it never it never happened and i never i never purchased it so i don't know why um i mean i guess it's living better living through joseph kind of prevailed and that's what i did so yeah but I, really, I know but will, I, will d is kind of cursing the form factor and i could kind of agree the the buttons and the jeff the analog sticks on there were a little bit tiny too small so so it was uh it was how small it was right is what yeah. you guys didn't like okay i well, thought that's, it was that's fine what, that's what will d no i it was okay with me it's just uh okay. you know some people especially if they have meaty hands i mean oh. You know, something like the Steam Deck obviously is a lot bigger and a lot, you know, beefier if that's the case. You know, so it's wider. Yeah, it's like super wide. But, but I do remember, I do, I do remember that system, and I do remember like wanting one. So, but um, yeah. But he says uh, so he missed out on a few handhelds. I think, I think he might have missed out on a few handhelds. But I think you know the only handheld is the one that you like. So if you're yeah. liking them and if you're liking the steam deck, well then fantastic. And, uh, uh, John BT says, I'll admit that the switch is the handheld system, uh, is the handheld system. Perfect. Perfected, but rarely uh, play switch handheld. So I have to give this one to my PSP. It was a great handheld on its own, but when I jailbroke it and played tons of emulated games, and I was able to load Castlevania Symphony of the Night on there, couldn't be any better. No, totally agree, one hundred percent agree. Just like what I was saying earlier, once you're able to mod that thing, ooh, like it was off to the races. Like I, I traveled everywhere with that thing. Um. And it's just it was literally the the system that I played. Um, now that was the system that I played uh, consistently whenever I went out of town, you know. And I had my little charger and everything, so I definitely um, understand you, and I and, and and I praise you because that was fantastic. 
Well, there's a lot of cool games on the PSP as well. So, I mean, uh, so it's just really an extension of PlayStation. I think for a while there, I thought the, thought the PSP was better than even the offerings on PS3, you know? So, you know, plus yeah. that was the yeah, that was the console we are playing, like Monster Hunter on. Uh, we're playing... Uh, oh, my uh, God, we did, didn't we? Yeah, Monster Hunter, like, Portable 2nd, uh, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite, Monster Hunter Portable 3rd. So, I mean, a lot of our gameplay, you know, sessions, because Monster Hunter used to be to where we'd get together in a room and play on a PSP. We didn't play online. We played together in a room, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, I know. forgot about that. Yeah. You were right. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, prior to Monster Hunter 3 coming out on the Wii, it was a lot of uh, in-room, you know, peer-to-peer multiplayer, basically, so yeah that was fun oh see now you're looking at it and you're kind of like you know memories <laughs> oh, and it just feels good yeah so uh a new a new member uh goonie thank you so much goonie for joining our uh our, our little community and and asking a question uh for us and uh as always if if a listener asks a question on uh, the Discord, um, please feel free to answer it as well. Most likely, we will mention your answers on another show, an upcoming episode. So please, you know, when when folks uh, uh, put questions in the community uh, in the Discord, please feel free to answer them. We'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on these questions as well. Um, also, Goonie, I'm not sure if you know, and this is kind of an update, not an update, but just kind of let everyone know that we are still running our uh, rolling credits contest. So um, if you don't know what that is, at the end of the year, uh, there, well, there's a section on our Discord, and it says uh, rolling credits. And what we ask our, our uh, members to do is whenever they finish a game, they just post a picture, like they can just post a picture from their phone of them rolling the credits and, and what game, and to say what game it was. And then that puts you in the drawing, and whoever beats the most uh, whoever rolls the most credits in in that calendar year will win a prize. Uh, last year's winner, uh, John BT, uh, won a gift card. Uh, I think it was a seventy seventy dollar gift card. Uh, oh, it was hundred hundred bucks. Oh, hundred bucks. Sorry, it was a hundred dollar gift card. So, so I'm just saying, you know, we 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 really want to encourage folks to play games and share their experiences with us. So, um, any of you out there listening, if you want to be a party of that, a part of that. Join the Discord and start posting your credits. Start being games. So back to Goonie's question. Goonie says, with the animated Mario movie around the corner, what are your favorite movies based on games? The 90s had some fun choices with the original Mario movie, Mortal Kombat, and Street Fighter. Um, Goonie, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned those movies. It's because uh, only one of them was palatable, and that was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the other two... <laughs> uh, i've only seen are... street fighter out of those three so you've only seen street fighter yeah i've never watched mortal kombat so okay well next time we're hanging out we're watching mortal kombat and the mario brothers movie with bob hoskins and john leguizamo i'm gonna have you watch that mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like kevin saw that's the what ya why are you to my man like that <laughs> No, you I mean, never know. I, mean I, I have seen. What was that? God. What was that? Uh, I seen like Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive was great. Dead or Alive yeah, was, was like, great. Geez. Eric 
Eric Roberts teasing it up as the villain. Yeah. Such a bad, such a bad movie. Loved yeah. it though. So to tell you the God's honest truth, um, I think most of those '90s uh, video game movies are basically they're trash. I'm like, come on, let's they're, they're trash. Like, and I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody, but but they're trash. Uh, and for me, like. They they have rose colored colored glasses because I remember seeing them in the theater. Like I saw Mar- Mortal Kombat in the theater and I saw Street Fighter in the theater and I was like I was there like oh damn this is awesome you know. But then I like look back and I'm like I don't know you know. And then and then when you like read the the trivia about Street Fighter and how much cocaine was on that set, you know, <laughs> you just. You just kind of yeah. like you just kind of look at it and you're like, wow, it must be really hot in that desert because Jean-Claude Van Damme is sweating like crazy. And it's like, no, that's the cocaine. <laughs> no. Didn't it's he like, kick somebody in the head because yes. he was high? Yes. <laughs> yeah. A man, yeah, is, got... a man is, that is crazy. <laughs> you know, Raul Julia straight up having survived, trying to survive stomach cancer after that, doing that. Only did that movie because his kids, he wanted to appease his kids because he knew his kids would like it. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. No, like, yeah. So, but, but honestly, the movies that really were good uh, were the animated movies, like the Mark of the Wolves movie. Um, uh, those that movie was really fun. Um, if you haven't seen the uh, the Mark of the Dragons or um, Fatal Fury, you mean? Yeah, the Fatal Fury movie, uh, Mark of the Wolves. Sorry, the Fatal Fury movies were were really good. Um, and I think if you um, if you want to see a good anime '90s uh, movie, um, that's probably a good one. The Street Fighter one uh, was good. Uh, what's one um what's another one you guys that was really good um um well the game I mean, adaptation anime um yeah. the samurai showdown one was okay if you saw the uh the uh the the uh japanese version the yeah. dub version unfortunately I watched it twice, once dubbed and once in in, in uh, subtitled. The dubbed was horrible. Like mm-hmm. I, I yeah. don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know if what they said in English was the same because some of the, the statements they said in the subtitled didn't match what I remembered hearing in in the dub version. The the dub was just oh. It it, 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 you want to talk about bad dialogue? That so the Samurai Showdown one comes to mind. The uh, the Street Fighter movie comes to uh, that that was really good. I saw that one subtitled as well. Um, the uh, Fatal Fury one was okay. I would call the Fatal Fury one. I would rank it a little bit lower. Then the Street Fighter one, just for yeah. one reason, just for one reason, yeah. because Terry went to total emo at the end. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I, I don't like emo yeah. Terry Bogard at all. Yeah. I, it's like, bro, 
um you just you just turn into like like captain emo because all your old girl that you really don't know had known that long got deep sixed by mars it's like bruh how long have you known this woman yeah <laughs> no, they needed that drama they needed that drama <laughs> the 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 one thing that I, the 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 one thing that I, I it 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 say that that ending part was saved because because in part because even though it was corny as hell it was like Andy was honest with his feelings with Mai when she got when she was getting beat up at poolside yeah and, and he came in he came in, he came in like a G like from off the top of a freaking building. <laughs> I need to watch that again. Like, yeah, that, pretty, that, was, that, again. that one was pretty dope. It's like, yeah. And, yeah. and really, really what was kind of funny is like after I watched it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Mai could have beat this dude senseless by herself. I think she just wanted Andy to save her because it's like, you know, it was one of those it was one of those like she was constantly trying to, you know, get his attention. Yep. And I think she just kind of used that as a mean to do because I, I really didn't see that assassin dude who was like some no name. He was nobody I remember from any of the games. Yeah, my my could have just broke his dude's neck with no problem. It, it, it wouldn't have been an issue. But I think she saw Andy up at the top of that building was waiting for him to, you know, come in like, you know, 90s Chad, some 90s Chad and, and save the quote unquote save the day. But I don't think she needed saving. So <laughs> it kind of dug that part. But yeah, uh, there's Pokemon that the the first couple of Pokemon movies were pretty dope. Uh, you really had to be into Pokemon, though. You know, to really get those. But I think everyone and their mom, if you were a certain age, saw that movie, whether you liked Pokemon or not. Because I think those made, like, a ton of money. Um, if you're able to watch the Dragon Quest, uh, uh, what is it? Dragon Quest, the uh, uh, Dio no is- Doken, or Sto- Story of Dio. That was a, another one. I think that's out. You can watch that it's now. It's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah you Crunchyroll, can, yeah. You can watch it on Crunchyroll. That, so. Yeah, so so it's weird. It's like the live action stuff. Eh, you weren't really. I, I wasn't sure what was going on. I don't think the studios knew how to market them or what was going on with them. But the anime, I think that they 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 really um they really knew what they were what they were doing. You know, and they kind of added they kind of added to it. Uh, Joe, did you ever see the Virtual Fighter anime? No, I haven't, but uh, I know it just recently got re-released by that one company that does a lot of the, uh, like, retro um, releases for anime. So, uh, I think Retro Crush, I think, is what it's called. So Uh, We might have to to sit down and watch some of these. I heard heard it's decent, yeah, for sure, so. But, you know, just for, uh, for... If you want to, if you want to laugh yourself silly, if you have a Crunchyroll subscription, check out the Street Fighter miniseries. I think it aired in the early '90s or late '80s on the USA Network. In particular, watch the one with Sagat because that episode had me cracking up all day. The long and the short of it is that Sagat took over Thailand by himself. Which, and it made absolutely, the only thing he did was he beat up 
he beat up this 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 time master and for whatever reason they they made sakura taiwanese in this game in in this series huh. even though Why? even though she's <laughs> japanese she looks just like sakura from from like street fighter alpha still looks like her but she goes and she finds ryu and ken to ask them for help to save her homeland because sagat took over thailand by beating up one dude he took over the whole he took over the whole country no. <laughs> I just, it, 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 it was i mean and guile says like dumb crazy gi joe like comments like guns are for suckers or guns are for you it's like yeah i guess you could say that when you throw sonic booms from your from your from your hands all day you know because like guile <laughs> is like the it leads this contingent of uh, the secret <laughs> uh special missions group made up of like e honda's in it uh DJs in it. Uh I think they had Balrog in it doing something, but uh, but of course every of course M Bison is the is the is the big bad in the miniseries. And of course uh you know Guile's response is is like you know whatever comes up just throw a sonic boom in and at it and it, it solves every problem. There you go. It, it it's very it, they took they took G.I. Joe and they put a Street Fighter skin on it, and it is some of the cringe, cringiest, hilarious dialogue you will see in, in in any animated series. It's absolutely hilarious. So I, I would highly suggest, and it's on Crunchyroll as well. <laughs> Can't beat a Kevin recommendation, y'all. <laughs> Okay, so the last movie that I want to mention, and I totally forgot about this one until I kind of looked it up and did some research. And this is a guilty pleasure for me because I liked movies like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And don't hate me, but I did like Surf Ninjas. I thought that was kind of interesting. But uh, the Double Dragon movie from 1994. Ugh, that I was... never saw that. It's bad. <laughs> It's bad. That's Melissa Alyssa Milano in there, right? <laughs> yeah, I think she's in it. And and I do know that Pat Robert Patrick, the T one thousand, plays the villain. And if I remember correctly, he has like bleached hair and this kind of like tall, evil, vanilla ice looking character. So <laughs> so yeah, movie nights all around. That's all I have to say about that. Movie movie nights all around. Oh, yeah. So so Junie? Do anybody? I want you to watch all these movies that we saw that that, that we mentioned. Uh, was Goonie? Goonie, yeah. Yeah, Goonie. Sorry. I want you to watch all these movies and give us your 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 reviews and let us know what your thoughts. I have are. a couple to mention. I know. Oh, I you do? Little, oh, yes. Shit. I haven't had a chance to really talk about you know, but um, because of my significant my prior significant other, I've seen like every Resident Evil movie known to man, and they're all oh, bad. So. Oh man. Well, those are the 2000s, it, so we're not talking about. They're talking about the 90s. Yeah, no, but they count though. A bad, a bad video game movie is a bad video game movie. So, uh, as far as any movies, um, I say uh, probably Silent Hill was okay because I never played the game proper, you know. And then Warcraft, same thing. I, I had no point of reference, you know. So never I saw that, that one. It was okay. It was okay. I, you know, I'm not sitting here. It's like, oh my god, it's not like the 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 storyline of the game. Oh, like you know, getting all. You know, flustered. I thought Sonic was okay as well. So, never saw Sonic either. Huh. Yeah, Sonic was okay. I never seen Detective Pikachu, so I can't really comment on that. You know, 
kind of curious about Kingsglaive. I know it was like an animated like um, prequel to Final Fantasy 15 that uh, you know I've been meaning to watch because I've been meaning to play Final Fantasy 15. So you know, but any any of the 90s movies, like yeah, like I'd never seen Wing Commander. I'm probably better off for it, but. Uh, I seen all the Uwe Bowl like you know House of the Dead. Oh and man! Why? Blood Rain. Because uh, it was something to do. I think I saw House of the Dead. It was something theater, to actually. do. Poking yeah. my eyes with a book or something to do, <laughs> but I don't do that. Yikes, uh, buddy! My ex-wife wanted to go see House of the Dead, so yeah, that's what mm. we did. So. Dang. Dang. Yeah, I saw Prince of, <laughs> Prince of Persia as well. Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Ben so. Kingsley wasn't Ben Kingsley in that too. Yeah, and then Assassin's Creed wasn't all that bad. I mean, it was okay. And then, of course, I've never seen the uh, An- Angela Jolie Tomb Raider movies, but, uh, you know. The first one the, was actually not that bad. Yeah, the the reboot that just came out not too long ago wasn't wasn't too bad. So I didn't see that one. I saw the Angelina Jolie one, and I thought, I thought the first one was pretty good. The second one was okay, if I remember correctly. Did they make a second one of that? I remember. I know the first one was good. I remember seeing yeah. the first one. Yeah, as far as any animated ones, I mean, I, there, there's some I want to see. I haven't seen. I haven't watched Castlevania. I've been kind of meaning to watch those. Um, I know that they did a Dragon's Dogma series on Netflix that's mm-hmm. supposed to be pretty good on there. You know, I've been meaning to watch that. I've mean, been meaning to play Dragon's Dogma, period, you know. so Such a good game. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, you mentioned Dragon Quest. Yeah, I've been meaning to both read the manga for Adventures of Die and also watch watch the anime, too, so. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much um, for all of your questions, everybody. And so thank you so much for your question. And thank you so much for for answering our our last question. Again, we really enjoy um, folks putting in their, you know, putting in their two cents on our on our discord. You know, we love it. So keep them coming. Keep them coming. So uh, the main event question for episode 201 is uh, what remake uh, what remake in 2023 are you most excited for? I know we have like a Resident Evil 4 is a big one. So wanting to see if there's any other ones that, that you're super excited for. And if you have none, what's a remake that you would like to see within the next five years? Because let's face it, remakes are not going away. If they're good enough for movies, they're good enough for video games. So, <laughs> And as consumers, we will buy them. So that's why they keep doing them. Uh, which is not a bad thing or a good thing, but... Well, we're going to get more. So, uh, yeah, but uh, that's it for this episode's Vessel Line. And you know what happens after the Vessel Line, uh, after the Vessel Line or the, uh, <clears throat> the main event. It's the Jabroni Gaming News. All right, thanks, Des. You're uh, welcome, Jabroni. Yeah, so we've, we've been gone for a couple of weeks, so there's been a lot of things that have been happening. So we're going to do some quick hits here to kind of cover, you know, all the news that we feel is justified for us to talk about for this episode. So first thing off, uh, Square Enix, uh, surprise, surprise, said that Forspoken's launch sales were lackluster, uh, that wow. they were disappointing. So um, a couple, maybe about a week and a half ago, they actually shuttered Luminous Productions, the developer mm. of the game, back into Square Enix proper beginning on May the 1st. And so in their financial results that came out, they basically said that the um, game was uh, sales of the game have been 
lackluster following challenging reviews, quote unquote. So, mm-hmm. but they mentioned that the, the game has also received positive feedbacks on its action features, including its parkour and combat capabilities. So it's yield results that will lead to improvement of our development capabilities of other games in the future on there but they are commenting that they felt i guess the sales were lackluster i guess they're expecting more of their sales from the other games because if you remember square enix in third quarter fourth quarter of last year they just released a shit ton of games so you talk about star ocean tactics ogre um harvestella you know we talk about all sorts of that dragon quest a game that came out for the switch on there so they released a grip of games and a lot of them unfortunately they didn't sell the way they wanted them to sell because they probably needed to market them better a little bit you know a lot of those games kind of shadow dropped a bit you know or not really shadow drop but came out with not a lot of hoopla involved on there so you know you're gonna have to kind of put a little bit more of an effort uh into things i don't know how you guys feel about square enix nowadays you know and also valkyrie elysium came out in this period and they're probably also commenting the fact that that game didn't sell as well as they expected so it's too many games i think that's what it really came down to is just too many games you know and i think there was just like a flood in the market and people were like well why do i need to buy this you know well why do i need to do that you know and i just think again i think it was just too much you know, just too much. Let it, yeah. let it marinate a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a glutton and I like video games, but I just think there was just too much. It's too much. Oh, they probably could have done a better job of getting the PC version of Forspoken up. And I mean, if they delayed it to January, they could have possibly have delayed it a little bit longer. I don't know if you guys felt that game needed a little bit more time in the oven or not. So, well, I didn't. Um, I want to tell you this is what I think. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna rant a little bit. I've ranted about this before, so I'll try and keep it short. Forspoken was a victim of the console war, and and I would really highly suggest people, if you never heard of him, check out Jay Bari's YouTube channel. He did a podcast today. Uh, from so we're we're recording on uh, March 12th. He did a podcast earlier this morning, and he pulled receipts on people, in particularly about Forspoken and about the gaming community in general. People, these folks ain't playing no games. No, uh, they're not finishing these games. We found that out, you know, with with the G4 fiat, the the fiasco that was G4. Uh, these cats had a, these folks had it in for for spoken the minute it it was revealed as a PlayStation exclusive and and, and I mean and again I would I would direct folks to Jay Barry's uh, uh, YouTube channel because he goes really in depth and pulls receipts about that stuff for, uh, so I'm not going to go into it here but. People, these folks is frauds. These reviewers are frauds. They they didn't play the game. And, and 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 as I said before, did Forspoken have some issues? Yeah, it did. Did was the dialogue as terrible as people were saying? 
No, it wasn't. I have played Monster Hunter Rise in English. (laughs) I have yet to hear anybody, anybody say say anything about the dialogue in that game. I would assume it's the same in World too. I I did I didn't make that mistake with World. I played it in I I I played it. I didn't use I played it in Japanese. Smart. Uh, Um. I have heard dialogue in other games, and I'll go ahead and say it. Gears of War has some of the cringiest dialogue I have ever heard in in a AAA, quote-unquote, AAA series. It's terrible, okay? Nobody says anything about, nobody, oh, no, 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 no. The meathead meathead dialogue is redunculous from the first one to the third one all the way into the into what we're at gears four five gears five was was absolutely terrible as well nobody was talking about it but because david jaffe had 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 got in got into his feels about you know social and political stuff and applied it to this game you had a whole bunch of youtubers jump on that fact and just and say, oh well, it's woke and it's this and that, nothing of the sort. They weren't going to play the game anyway, but because Jaffe is is like gas to a flame when it comes to social media, uh, um, uh, uh, you, know, you, you know, starting crap. Uh, people took it out on the game because they didn't like what Jaffe said about what was probably a realistic assumption from some of these folks and and the type of people that they attract on their YouTube channel. So, yeah. The the the, the some of the folks like when when Barr was pulling receipts today and it was obvious that these people didn't play the game. I mean, obvious that they didn't play the game. And are you talking about the, like the uh, game chair mafia or who? You, I'm just talking. He, I would. Def- I do. People go check out the the, the his episode because I'm I have to go by memory and my memory is like running water. But he actually goes in and he talks about some of these people. Uh, I think there was an uh, IGN or something that he, he, he watched watched the episode. Uh, and just like the conversation about this game in the gaming community in general was like people had all this stuff to say about it and didn't even play the game. It's like if you're not going to that, why haven't you heard me talk about Hi-Fi Rush? I could say I could say a whole bunch of stuff about Hi-Fi Rush, but what what good is my opinion of the game if I haven't played it? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. obvious that some of these reviewers, pro reviewers, and some of these people that want to that are want to be social media influencers in the gaming in the gaming space, did not play the game. Agreed. Yeah. Or if they did, they only played like a quarter of it. Yeah. Not even that much, probably. They did. They did. They did. You know, like the stuff that they were saying is like, oh well, the world is dead, and there's no NPCs in the world. Well, if you would have played the damn game, you would have realized that there's a reason for that, and why all the NPCs that you're so worried about 
are in the enclave. There's a reason for that. I mean, this this community, I, I, this community is just filled with everybody wants to be an influencer, and everybody wants to to jump in on the latest fad. And right now, the biggest the biggest element in entertainment is gaming. It makes the most money, and it draws all. Everybody has to have something to say, but it's like nobody wants to go and actually play the game that they want to talk about, particularly if, particularly if they have a bias, you know. And that goes for the pros as well as as well as the wannabe pros in in this gaming community, uh, uh, the the reporters, these quote unquote journalists. And, you know, it's unfortunate because um, I think Forspoken is is a good game. Do I think it's great? No. Do I think it's as good as Horizon Forbidden West or the first Horizon? No, I honestly don't. But I can give you I can give you and, and I, I have the game. I haven't finished it, but I am going to go back and finish it once once what the bright and shiny that has my attention right now dies down. And I'm going to go go back in a, and finish it, and then I would be able to give a detailed explanation as to why I feel it doesn't quite matter. And I, I could do that. I could probably feel I played enough of it. I could do that now of why I don't feel it measures up to Horizon. But the when the, when you look at that user score on Metacritic, what was it like two percent, one percent? And then everybody, everybody who has the uh, uh, who who fights the the quote unquote culture war and popular media was just jumping all over that and saying, oh yeah, well because yeah, this, this game is, is is crap and it, it it's terrible, and it's horrible. It's like, dude, you didn't play the game. You yourself yeah. has admitted you didn't play the game. Yeah, user score is three point four. Uh, yeah, this is not a three point four game. And it, it's not. and it's the victim, it's the victim of this nonsensical console war that's going on. Yeah, and one thing that they did say, even though Luminous is being shuttered, is that they just recently released an update to the game. They have improved optimization, refined visuals, reworked targeting, and more. Uh, they are still working on DLC for the game, uh, entitled good. Intanta We Trust. It's planned to release over the summer. So even though they are shuttering Luminous and putting them back into Square Enix proper, they are still finishing up on the game, uh, as they promised on there, and they're going to continue awesome. to update. Yeah. yeah, even looking at the PC score, like uh, Metacritic for the PC version of the game is 1.8 on uh, on Metacritic right now, so. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. So that's why, that's why, that's why the, the, the sales are lackluster. Yeah, and, lackluster. and I, I love the fact, too, that there are all this big bombastic like um, news stories, too, like during like when because this came out the same week Hi-Fi Rush was shadow dropped. And uh, basically Hi-Fi Rush was like, oh, look at this game. This game over, oh, outsold Forspoken on Steam. And it was just got announced and shadow dropped. Da, 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 dee, 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 dee. And it's just like, OK, you know, people want to write headlines just to write headlines, you know, so. Well, also, if we if we want to if we want to play that game, uh, Forspoken at least charted. 
Yeah, for sure. Hi-Fi Rush never even charted. Yeah, there's no physical for Hi-Fi Rush. Well, I mean, even on Steam's top 20, it didn't chart. Yeah. Well, it was on Games Pass, so yeah. Yeah, (laughs) so it's, it's like, so... What and I think the, the, the and and this is why uh, the the chart that they're using for yeah. that article goes by revenue versus uh, um, units sold on here. So so it just depends. How on. do you determine revenue when you put your game on a service? Uh, it's like and, and Microsoft is never going to tell you that because they want to talk about if they talk about numbers at all. Uh, uh, users, you know, engrossed in the service or user. There's a term. Engagement. Engagement. Yeah, Yeah, they want to talk about engagement. That don't tell me anything. You know, you want to, everything is being, wants to be, people want these these games thrown in a service and they, they complain about, well, not having new IP, and but then they turn around and not want to buy anything, or they want to base they want to base their opinion on something, on a game that on a game in which they have not played, haven't bought, haven't played, have no intention of buying or playing. But oh, I'm going to chime in because my favorite reviewer, my favorite uh, uh, culture social media commentator, said this about the game. But and so I'm just gonna rock with what he or she said, and 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 that's my opinion of the game. That that's my that's my review of the game. When we're in a world where we have a, a company like G4 that outright says that they don't play all the games that they get, and that they're reading reviews from other people that work for the company, not giving their own freaking opinion on a game that they're talking about yeah so it's all a joke it's all a joke and, and forespoken was just a victim of this yeah oh next thing maybe a, as a joke as well uh suicide squad killed the justice league has been delayed so still hasn't been confirmed by warners uh Best on their... news i've heard all day yeah but uh <laughs> not a bad have... thing yeah, yeah, yeah. They've confirmed another delay. Um, Jeff Grubb from Giant Bomb uh, stating that it is pushed back to 2024. Um, Bloomberg says they pushed it back to second half of 2023. So um, I guess there was a significant pushback from the non-crackdown liking uh, folk out there that don't want to see a superhero crackdown DC uh, universe banger on here so sorry Joe yeah I know (laughs) so sad so sad so so you know Microsoft will hopefully come out with crackdown four on the uh, you know summer games you know their summer games showdown or whatnot I I doubt that too but who knows so but uh, yeah this game's going back in the oven I guess Uh, I'm just hoping maybe they'll Work on a little yeah. bit more. Um, I hate to have the like uh, opinion of the uh, masses kind of weigh in on this, especially if they have a quote-unquote vision for this game, but they don't have no quote-unquote vision for this game. They just want this game to make money. That's all they give a mm-hmm. shit about. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so if they want to like w- wipe the palette clean and come up with a better trailer to kind of appease the gaming populace, I guess you know, we'll see. Um, you know, I I, th- I would rather them push it back and polish this thing up 
if there is something to polish, mind you, <laughs> to see as far as uh, how they're going to get this ship shape and get it out the door on there. So, you know, a lot of people said, you know, I think we commented ourselves that it kind of has that Marvel's Avengers type of taint to it. <laughs> yep. That's why I'm like, when I heard it was going back to the oven, I was like, yes, do this. I'm fine yeah. with this. Make it work. Yep. So we'll have to see. So. Uh, next news item, um, I thought I was surprised when I saw this, but uh, Streets of Rage 4 got a considerable update. So uh, that Emu, the publisher of the game, and co-developers Lizardcube and Guard Crush has released a new update. So it as a, adds a custom survival mode, co-op attacks, and over 300 improvements for the game on there. So yeah, there's a ton of stuff that was added for this. So a lot of little tweaks, of course. Uh, but um, definitely glad that this game is still getting uh, some updates. There was like a big laundry list as far as uh, moves getting a larger like hitbox. Um, you know, talking about how like for a safer axle like the Dragon Crush, you know, is launching higher, traveling farther on there. So they are tweaking the gameplay elements of this game for different characters that they've added uh, considerably so and they've got a long laundry list as far as uh, what they've gone in and done on there they even gone in and tweak like some of the like streets of rage one through three characters that they added into the game as far as the tweaks on the characters themselves so so i i need to get back and play this game a little bit more so we too you know, maybe if there's online co-op, maybe we can go and do a do a run on a game night or something. But uh, you know, you know, it's it's good to see uh, right now um, with the drop of the of the update, uh, they have also placed the game on sale. So it's on sale for 50% off on both PSN, Nintendo eShop, and Steam as well. Not sure why Xbox didn't get the discount, but it was probably on Games Pass. So who knows? That's so. why. Probably, but <laughs> all right. And next thing we want to talk about, Capcom had a little mini event, uh, 30 minute, like, you know, bunch of little announcements. The main announcement, at least for us here, at least, is that they uh, had a trailer for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. So it is coming out for Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Windows, and then PS5, PS4 on April 28th, 2023. Um, it is available on all digital storefronts. Uh, did already drop there. Um, I did pre-order it for PlayStation for uh, $39.99. They also have a deluxe edition for $49.99. Are you out of your I, mind? Cheap. Yeah. So uh, I looked at the deluxe, and it just basically has some like um, layered armor, basically. You know, nothing of note. I mean, I guess if you really want to be a completionist and grab all the um, cosmetics, uh, that might be something up your alley. But uh, nothing has been stated as far as if this is going to drop on Xbox uh, Games Pass or not. So the, those of gamers out there that might be playing it on the service on Xbox uh, might have to drop and actually spend some money and wow break i know i know. i mean hope believe. you do hard to believe they might have to save up and do some like microsoft rewards or something earn enough credit to get the amount of money involved so, i hope they do yeah. it's worth because it because they have their families to feed yeah mm. poor poor families yeah so we, yeah i saw this I've, i figured that they were going to have an announcement for this so 
Uh, one thing too, they did say it is going to be comparable up to update 11. So we're not going to have to wait for a ton of updates on here. So it, basically it's Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak uh, right now. They're working on a, uh April update for the Switch and the Steam versions on there. They're going to have another event in April to kind of announce the last update for Sunbreak for that. But we're going to catch up to 11 uh, once they release the uh, update 11 once they release Sunbreak for all these uh, platforms on there so cool. we're gonna we're not gonna have to wait and it's not gonna be tiered or anything so and then we'll have to wait for uh update 12 and update 13 you know, update That's 16 awesome. will probably come out first for switch and pc i mean for yeah switch and uh, steam but uh then probably see it finally catching up to where switch and pc is probably during like early summer in my estimation maybe uh, july august somewhere around there so you know that's just me guesstimating but super excited to see this so uh also during the capcom event they had a ton of coverage on resident evil 4 they shadow dropped a uh demo for resident evil 4 i'm there day one for resident evil 4 so i think you are too right kev yeah 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 it did have some more exoprimal news which we kind of talked about a bit during uh exoprimal exoprimal yes this capcom game uh about dinosaurs on here so yeah it is a uh, third person dinosaur shooter exoprimal is basically getting a drop it's coming out on july 14th 2023 it is coming out for everything under the sun so it's coming out for playstation 4 and 5 xbox series x and s xbox one and steam on july 14th on there Waste. it is Coming out also, too, on uh, Xbox Games Pass on the day of release on there. So it's a day one Xbox One, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate game on there. But there is going to be an open beta test. So if you if you guys are curious out there, it's going to be starting on March 17th on St. Patrick's Day on this Friday coming up. And so I'm definitely going to check it out um, and see what it is to get an idea on here and this is not a closed beta per se it's an open beta so it's open to everyone no ndas or anything me and uh, des played a a closed beta game this past two couple weeks where we can't really say anything but uh you know something where we can talk about exo primal on the next episode so so i'm i'm curious about this game i'm you know it it has its main mode which is dino survival but it you basically have to have two teams of five players each competing against each other you're doing some pve and some pvp so if you want you know basically kind of look at maybe another game mode maybe like something like uh, destiny's 2 gambit kind of similar to that where you're competing against other players but uh, also fighting against enemies at the same time on there um what's your guys' opinion i'm actually interested in this game i'm i don't know if um i'm kind of curious check out the open beta because i'm not sure it's a 60 dollar game so <laughs> um for me i have to try it i can't say yay or nay to it i'm not a fan of um combat games like that where you have to fight against another team you know i would I would be better for me. It'd be better said if it was just us fighting another team. No, fighting an, uh, just the monsters itself and being much more of a PVE kind of situation. So yeah. it really depends on on how it plays. So for me, I'm looking at the demo as a as sort of a 
a way to decide if I'm going to buy this or not or or spend time with it or not. So that's that's how I'm looking at it. So yeah. And if it's if it's good, then maybe I might I might spend the money on it. But but even then, I, I can I can honestly say that this is most likely not a day one for me. Just not. I don't I don't think that this is going to be something that I'm going to want to be spending a ton of time with or money. I, I don't know, but I could be completely wrong. Like it could be like just straight banger, you know, and I'm just like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. I doubt I, that. I, I kind of see it more like know. a game where if it it's released, you might want to get a better idea how everyone else thinks of it, because you might think it's the best game in the world. But if it doesn't gain any momentum, this is like a hate to say worst case scenario like a babylon's fall situation where you know you buy this game and then it's automatically gonna like oh, we're shutting the servers down you cannot play it uh, single player you know kind of thing so yeah yeah how about you kev yeah i want to check it out i i think i think we have to be honest and say that everybody was hoping this would be the next dino crisis but it's not uh mm-hmm. it's something completely different but the premise is is still kind of intriguing to me, so I'll definitely be checking out the open beta and seeing what's going on. And like you, Des, this would be like a determining factor as to whether or not it's something I'd be interested in picking up mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, so uh, if you're listening to this, um, you know, basically just check a, us out in the Discord, you know, with the recent update with uh, Discord chat within PlayStation, we'll probably start a room transferred over to playstation if you want to join on your platform of choice being either pc or xbox uh, you could play along with us as well or you know be at least part of the group session if need be on there so so we'll definitely let you know maybe we'll carve out a time where we're going to play the beta all together as a group and kind of do it that way so we'll have more information on our discord so sound like a plan guys sure Yep. All right. Sounds good. Also, Capcom, I don't have any outline, but I'm going to just briefly, briefly mention that Ghost Trick Phantom Detective uh, is getting a release date of June 30th on there. This is the DS game uh, made by the, the creator of Phoenix Wright. That's getting uh, you know, hd coming out for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Um, it's not getting a physical release, so if you do want a physical of that game, you have to go ahead and import it from Amazon Japan. On there, the Japanese version does have English a part of it, so just in case if you do want the physical, by all means. On there, they also announced another update for Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection, which me and Desmond are both excited for on this thing. So uh, it's coming out on April 14th. The physical is $59.99, but it includes both Volume 1 and Volume 2 of the um, set of collections that are going to be released digitally. So this is like every Mega Man Battle Network title uh, that, that come out previously, either for Game Boy Advance or DS on there. And uh, by all means, there is a physical too as well. So And uh, they are also dropping some Mega Man uh, Net Warrior anime that was previously broadcast like way back in the day, but they're re-releasing those uh, episodes for you to be able to view for free on there. So we're both excited for this. I think, uh, you know, I think the multiplayer might be fun too. So what you guys say about that, Des? Woohoo. Let's do it. All right. Good deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
And last but not least, um, in other Capcom news, uh, Resident Evil 4 Collector's Edition GameStop has kind of dropped the ball, and I'm not sure if it's Capcom's fault or GameStop's fault, but uh, people were super excited for this Collector's Edition, so it included like a statue, a steel book, all this other good stuff. It was like, I think, $249.99. Are you out of your mind? Probably. Cheap. Yeah, so, but uh, they basically went in, and every user that pre-ordered the game in-store, they have proceeded to cancel every order in-store. Uh, they said that, uh, basically, they're saying that due to stock, due to the fact that uh, they don't have the uh, inventory to fulfill the orders, so on here and they are only fulfilling a portion of their online orders so so you whatever random number generator or whatever they're using to <laughs> determine that you might get your order you might get it canceled so mm. so i'm yeah. not sure who's holding the ball on that i was you know having a conversation with kev about this the other day capcom seems to partner up with gamestop quite a bit on a lot of things and it seems like Things are kind of rarefied a bit. Like, I remember when the Monster Hunter World uh, uh, PS4 Pro uh, came out, that I was kind of interested in. I know, Kevin, you were definitely interested. You were looking to upgrade your PS4, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that thing was in such limited quantities that it's like it was just, you're paying scalping prices if that mm. was the case. So, and, you know, I remember with my. You know, especially with Simbreak, with the Amiibos, uh, when it was initially announced for, um, came out for Switch, that the Amiibos were kind of hard to find, too. So, you know, something with GameStop and Capcom, I wish Capcom would just go with another retailer like Amazon or Best Buy or something like that. So, Agreed. Yeah, it's kind of bunk on there, so, you know. Hate to say it, but uh, you know, people that want to get the super the greatest mode and super the greatest collections on there, you know, they're relying on these retailers that come on through. So, you know, their online stores need to obviously stop when it needs to stop. That way, people are not disappointed, you know. So, so you know, GameStop, unfortunately, they've gone gotten so bad to where um, if you don't pre-order a game in store, even some games like Wo Long right now is having an issue getting stocked, but I think that's more of a manufacturer thing. I'm still waiting on my Steelbook edition for Wo Long, like two weeks later. So, so we'll have to see about this business. But GameStop being GameStop. So, <laughs> also too, there was a level five event. So I'm not going to cover every game that uh, kind of bounced out on this thing, but they kind of went in more in detail about some of the games that I got announced during the Nintendo Direct. Uh, a couple of weeks ago on there, so they had more uh, information about a few games, including the um, Professor Layton game that's coming out on there. Um, and I also had some more information about Fantasy Life I on there, but there's a information about a new game I haven't heard before, and this game previously have come out in Japan but never been released for the West, so they have announced a, a mecha action game, and it's called Megaton Musashi Wired on here. And I got a chance to watch the gameplay a little bit of it, and it's definitely in our wheelhouse a bit, so it's a... Uh, um, it does feature online multiplayer, too, so you could do Coliseum battles, and you 
basically finance giant mechs on here. So you do some three versus three battle action, but there is some collaboration robots they have, including Mazinger Z and Get a Robot on there. So you think of all your favorite like uh, Japanese anime, like uh, robot anime. Uh, basically, this is just in gameplay form. So the I, I think from what I saw of the trailer, I'm definitely interested in this. So on here and it's coming out it's releasing worldwide it's coming out for switch ps5 ps4 and, St and pc via steam on there no xbox version there for you guys but you know who's gonna buy that on xbox who knows so <laughs> is it on game pass no no it's not on any anything of xbox so you know then so. they ain't gonna buy it yeah on here they also had some more information about deca police which is that kind of a weird like rpg investigative game that they showed during nintendo direct as well but that's coming out uh later this year as well so kind of i'm happy that level five's kind of making its gotten the sea legs back and gotten its momentum back a bit on there any opinion about any of the level five games des uh they look pretty good i mean the, the professor layton one is the one that i'm that i'm really thinking about getting uh, i am a professor layton fan and i really like the game the gameplay or the games <laughs> that are in it so i probably will will take a look at that and see about possibly getting it yeah yeah i'm kind of the, the 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 robo game looks fun so yeah i'll looks... end up getting that well. Yeah, any any time that there's something like that where it's just it seems like a game that might have released like you know 15 20 years ago like it seems like a dreamcast type game to me when looking at it so yeah actually yeah and it, just with all the different configurations you could do with your mecha you know kind of reminds me of like almost like a uh god what's that robot game that nintendo released for like the ds on here like uh custom remember. robo i think or something. oh custom robo was fun yeah yeah so it kind of gives me those kind of vibes a bit so so i'm definitely kind of keeping the radar up for that so all right and then in microsoft news not much going on on their side of the fence but uh starfield um, was announced as being delayed on here uh, so it is going to launch it was previously stated it was coming out first half of 2023 so they released a statement uh about four or five days ago saying that uh they are launching the game on xbox series and pc on september the 6th so and they're gonna have a starfield direct broadcast on june 11th right around e3 time with the latest information about the game so on here so they're still working on it you know give them enough time to get all the kinks out and whatnot but uh should be a good time this is about the time we're going to hop back into Game Pass Ultimate, Diz? Sure. <laughs> as long as I'm paying for it, right? Mm -hmm. You let me know what's up, Big Daddy. We can go. Uh, 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 why don't you pay for it this time, huh? 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 No. You get the deals. I get the deals? Okay. Well, I want to get the deal and you pay for it. Moving along. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah, moving, <laughs> moving right along. Yeah, there is Three a dollar cheese. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, if there's something I, there I want to play, I'll definitely renew the games pass. But until then, you know, you could say, oh, you could go play Wulong and Persona Four, Persona Five, and Monster Hunter Rise. I could play Monster Hunter Rise and Persona Four and Five on any number of different platforms. I don't need to be playing on Xbox, so. Because if it leaves the service, then I gotta buy it anyway. So, <laughs> so there you go. 
you know it. So, uh, a sequel to a game that me and Desmond both have played, Wargroove. Wargroove 2 has been announced, so Chucklefist is going to be releasing this for Switch and PC. There's no release date, but they are bringing it back. This is a game that kind of was inspired by Advance Wars. It's kind of funny that Advance Wars is coming out next month, but <laughs> that they're kind of riffing on this formula a bit, a little bit more. And uh, made me, after I saw this announcement, want to go back and play more Wargroove. And so it's been on sale and a number of different stores, including Steam, on there. So I think it's a good time. So if you did like Advance Wars, this game's basically like a uh, love letter to that particular title and the same gameplay genre, turn-based strategy RPG, but nothing too crazy on there. So uh, what's your overall take? I'm I'm pretty excited for this. It makes me. I'm going to go back and play some more Wargroove on my mind, at least. What do yeah, you think it is? I agree. It's a really fun. It was a really fun game. Um, and I'm definitely looking for for another game to tide me over before Advance Wars one and two comes out. So, well, or one plus War, two. Yeah, Wargroove is Wargroove two is not kind of coming out for a while. There's no release date, but Advance Wars is out next month, so we'll probably oh. get get. The I thought it was coming itch. out sooner than that. Oh, damn. Oh, Wargroove two. Yeah. Oh no. No 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 no. I thought uh, Advance Wars is uh, sorry. I thought Wargroove War, War, War was coming out sooner. Sorry. Oh no, they just announced it, so yeah, uh, there's no well. date right now, so. Cool. No date, no date, unfortunately. But it gives us a chance to go back and play some more Groove One. So, I mean, what platforms do you own for Switch or PS4? Uh, Switch. And, uh, do I own for PS4? No, I, I only own it for Switch. Got it. So we could play multiplayer on that, I think. So, mm-hmm. I'll have to think about doing that. So, all right. And going down our list of news, uh, they had a, a Dragon Ball fighting tournament, but during that they announced. Uh, during the World Tour Finals that they are releasing a new Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi game on here. So official title, platforms, and release date was not announced. So we just got to see a little teaser trailer on there. And, uh, you know, I never played any of the Tenkaichi games. Kev, can you give us a little bit more context about this? Because I know a lot of people were going a little cray-cray, including Mighty Keef. So... I can I could, but it has been honestly, it has been so long since I played those games. I I the one thing I do remember is that they were really really uh for the platforms that they were on I'm on PlayStation Two is that they were graph they were really high graphical fidelity. They were fun to play. That much I can remember. I don't remember too much more than that because, again, this is going back to PlayStation 2, and it's been more than a minute <laughs> since I played a Tenkaichi game. Um, I think Dragon Ball Z Kakarot was supposed to be the spiritual successor to Tenkaichi, but just in an open, a more open-world RPG form. Um, I'm... And I think Kakarot was fairly successful from a sales perspective. I don't offhand remember. But I know for me, I was really let down by the gameplay. Uh, a lot of, th- And again, a lot of things that irked me about Kakarot probably won't irk most people that play the game. But I'm happy that uh, Tenkaichi 
proper is returning and i'm i'm interested to see how that turns out yeah i know my dog was upset about you mentioned kakarot over there you know she like, <laughs> yes i was disappointed she was disappointed too so it's like damn it yep she wants a dragon ball straight in the veins mm-hmm. give them all dragon ball but yeah Good deal. I'm Glad honestly surprised it. that we haven't that they have not announced uh, and I know it's being worked on, but I was really kind of expecting to hear about uh, Dragon Ball Fighters 2 uh, at the end of at the end of that fighting tournament. So I, I'm I'm and I'm not disappointed uh, by any means of the Tenkaichi announcement, but I'm just kind of a little bit uh, surprised because it, I, I think at least for as far as fighting games, I think, you know, Dragon Ball Fighters 2 is it. Everybody knows, but nobody is is really saying. I mean, we know that there's there's a sequel in development. How far along it is in development, I have no idea. But I think it, it, it is a fair statement to say that uh, that game is very much in development. My guess is that we probably hear about it at Evo this year. We'll see. I mean, hopefully, announcement. If not before, then. Do you think Tenkaichi is going to be like to where they're going to release that and then do Dragon Ball Fighters two later, a sequel to that, and kind of go from there? So. I think they can be. They can both be released. They could both be released in the same year because it's appealing to two different types of fans. Uh, you know, Fighters is a two D fighting game, and uh, uh. Tenkaichi is a story-based uh, kind of with RPG elements, as I, if I'm remembering correctly, where you could like give your, your your character like different abilities and aspects and moves. So you could have a little bit of you, you could make your character give your character like Vegeta's final flash and. Uh, you know, uh, Goku's Kamehameha and add a whole bunch of different buffs and and uh, different things like that. And, and again, it's been a long time since I played Tenkaichi. I have the uh, the Tenkaichi collection uh, still unopened in box, actually. <laughs> that you was know, to me as a birthday present. Shout out to the homie Damon. Um, what, what I'm kind of fearing is with Tenkaichi, with this new game, is that they're going to go back to, because, you know, Dragon Ball Fighters is um, Arc System Works. Um, Tenkaichi was developed by Spike Chunsoft. Spike Chunsoft, if you know what they've previously have released, uh, their last game of this kind of genre was Jump Force. And Jump Force is kind of trash from what I've heard. So, Yep. So, yeah, I, I I don't know it, it, but then again, I mean, it all depends on who's actually working on the game. Yeah, it, you know, the, I'm sure the people that worked on the orig- on on the first Tenkaichi's, few of them may be may still be be there, but yeah, a lot of them probably aren't. I mean, well, this is is a long period of time, so. It all depends on the level of talent that they put on the project. It all depends on how much money is going to be allocated for it. There's a whole lot of variables in play, but I think the Tenkaichi series uh, has there. There is a lot of love for it, 
that it would be very wise for them to put their best development foot forward uh, just, for this announcement, particularly of the fervor that it caused when it was just just a, a, a reveal, a short reveal trailer. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't, in a way, I don't trust Bandai Namco to really come through in the clutch. It seems like yeah. more often than not, they kind of drop the ball. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was I was hyped for for Kakarot. And it 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 disappointed me greatly, so. so okay, yeah, because Spike Chunsoft. Yeah. I mean, they did a Jump Force. They did the One Punch Man game. So. Yeah, 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 and yeah. You never but, know. You know, but that's... I I I just have to say I just if they screw up Tenkaichi, there is going to there is be going to be an outcry that. That 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 they're not going to that not they're not going to like. They really have to put. It's like you're going to have to have all hands on deck. Your best people working on this game. working on this because again, it's series is dearly loved um, by people who can greatly who could be able to tell you in far more detail than I can. Other than that, I can just remember that Tenkaichi was really fun. Uh, and I played it, but I, it's been so long since I played it uh, that that I can't give you anything in in more detail than that. Yeah, that's all good. I mean, I just uh, I kind of got to kick off the Mighty Keith video about it too. So that was pretty funny. All right, other news: uh, Nacon, you know, famous game developer Nacon with the all the licensed bangers over here. So. Um, had a little event and they talked about a few games. So the game, one game that everyone seems to kind of latch on to happens to be RoboCop Rogue City from the same developers of the Terminator game that came out uh, a few years ago on here. So they did announce that a little gameplay trailer. Uh, they did delay the game a bit. So um, they did say it was originally coming out in June 2023. But they have pushed it back to September. It's coming out for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PC, via Steam, and the Epic Game Store on there. I guess they kind of didn't talk about the Switch version, even though there was a Switch version announced on here. But it's being worked on by Studio Teon, who did the Terminator Resistance game on here, if you remember that. I don't know. I never played it. but uh, I don't remember that. Yeah. So, but uh, Peter Weller is coming back to reprise his role as Alex Murphy in RoboCop. So I know a lot of people are latching on to that because, you know, it's RoboCop for God's sake. So, <laughs> so what do you guys think? Did you get any of you get a chance to check out the trailer or are you excited no, about RoboCop I, I, Rogue City at all? Not a fan of uh, RoboCop Rogue City. So, I mean, kudos for RoboCop fans and Peter Weller. I saw pictures of what he looks like and I have to say it doesn't look bad. Uh, I'm I'm interested in it. I saw a little bit of the trailer. I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing, uh, but I am in, I am kind of I am interested in uh, in in a ro- in a RoboCop. It it and and I think you know I'm not the biggest fan of FPS uh, when it comes to my gaming, but I think RoboCop, particularly when you when it when they're they bring into play his targeting system. I think probably the best way to make that a, a gameplay mechanic would be from first person. So 
I, I I appreciate what they're doing. They're trying to bring in some of the things that you remember uh, from the movie. I don't know. It would be cool. I didn't. I can't. Re- I don't know if it was in the trailer, but it would be really neat if you could like uh, had a, like a targeting, be able to use your targeting to like bank shots around the corner, you know, <laughs> blow somebody's head off like that, like it was in the movie. So I, I'm thinking they're playing on a lot of the. Uh, of RoboCop's abilities that were put on display in the films and applying, making them gameplay mechanics here. So I, I did like what little I saw of the trailer. I didn't see the whole thing. Uh, it does have me intrigued for sure. Your move, punk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seeing that's from Nacon. Nacon, if you're not familiar with their output, they're kind of a crappy European developer you know, company. Poor Joe. Just- all joke all joke wants to do is buy it for a dollar. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nacon, I don't know. They publish such they publish such games as like Werewolf: The Apocalypse, Earthblood. Uh, they did Ooh, like Warhammer, yeah. Chaos mm. Bane. They did like the really crappy Tennis World Tour games on here that were kind of just not. You know, they came out saying, "Oh, this is gonna be like Top Spin," and it came out and nothing like Top Spin. No. Released nothing a bunch like of, Top Spin. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, they screwed over the developers of The Sinking City. That got in a big controversy about that uh, on there. But uh, they did kind of sniff up a little bit because they bought Spiders, our, uh, you know, wonderful developer of choice, the developers of uh, Steel Rising that came out last year. And then what was the other game that Spiders did? Uh, They did... uh, Uh, Greedfall. Yeah, Greedfall on here. So at least I got something there. But even even you could say Spiders is like you know, Technomancer and Bound by Flame. Not exactly you know, you know the hot banger. Leave them alone. I really enjoyed those games. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm not like expecting it. like like AAA polish from this either. Yeah. But if it's a, if if it's a fun little single or double A game, then I. I think that would be even if it just followed the movies, you know, general plot lines and not really doing anything other than that. I think it still could be an interesting and interesting title. Um, but like I said, I, I like I didn't see I didn't see the full trailer, but what little I did see of it, uh, I, I kind of dug. So I, I'm interested to see what they come up with. It might be a good time, yeah, like you said. And it's it's sixty dollars. It's not seventy dollars at least. So Yeah. Sixty so. is the new forty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> no, Kev's right. Sixty is the new forty. <laughs> yeah, I kinda forgot, but um uh, now that I forgot, I forgot again. But uh, like spiders and the game still rising. Uh, what's their latest game? They're, they're releasing a new game coming out in the summer, and I'm drawing a blank um, now. I can't me. remember. I, I remember is that they were going to be doing um, uh, Greedfall Two. Um, hold on, let me. Uh, well, didn't Greedfall get get some? Got I some never love. played it. Got, didn't Greedfall? Yeah, Greedfall was actually appreciated. Yeah, Greedfall was actually done really well. Yeah, it did. It did. It did pretty well. And now they're 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 releasing a second one. So, so I don't know. Maybe they'll they'll pull some people from that team and apply it to apply apply it to this game. But yeah, from okay. what little I did see, I thought it was kind of it was very interesting to say the least. 
Oh yeah, no, I've, I, I know what I saw. They're releasing a special edition of of Steel Rising, like afterwards. Okay. So it comes with like a nice art book and uh, a velvet case, actually. And they're only um, having 500 available. So just in case, if you're that big of a fan of Steel Rising, on there, it's being sold by Pix and Love, a French, uh, you know, gaming. A company kind of similar to like Limited Run, where they're releasing that. So, in fact, that collector's edition is going to cost you a hot $140. So, you know, make you holla, make you holla. So that's what I saw. It kind of caught my eye. But uh, last news article before we end this episode, gentlemen, is that um, if you didn't know, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet got a recent update to uh, you know fix some bugs in the game on there. And but the problem is is that its latest patch caused even more problems. So the latest patch is basically causing the game to go in and delete your save file on there. So, so it has a save corrupting bug. Uh, some people lost a hundred of hours in progress after syncing the game with Pokemon Go. Um, a new feature that allows players to send postcards to one another. Others have their saves wiped by downloading the DLC. Because they recently announced DLC for Scarlet and Violet. Uh, another person lost shinies simply by buying the DLC. And one person did all of the above and managed to send multiple postcards before their save file was corrupted. So, <laughs> so this is all from Reddit feedback on here. But yeah, um, stay far away from uh, linking your game to Pokemon Go. Stay far away, probably from this game for a while until it finally gets, you know, patched in. Up the snuff. I'm probably more willing to go back on my Pokemon backlog and go play some Pokemon Arceus versus playing. Yes, <laughs> play Arceus instead. I actually traded Arceus in, but I think I might, you know, go pick up Arceus when I get the itch and play that instead and kind of go from there. So, so what you think? Thinking on this, Des, this is like so sad that the game freaks. Uh, yep. Yeah. I can't, I can't in good faith uh, buy that game, and I really wanted to, but I just can't. So, nope, none for me, sir. No, thank you. All right. No, thank you. And well, thank you guys for uh, during this is epic Jabroni Gaming News, and it concludes the news section of this podcast. All right, so. Thank you for bringing us that information, uh, Jabroni Chief. Mm-hmm. Game nights take place every Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so that's the time where we get together with our listeners, jibber jab online, and play some games. So if you'd like to be a part of that, you can join our Discord. And how you do that? Well, you hit us up on Twitter at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Go to our Twitter page, hit the link there, and you're automatically in. There's no waiting period. There's no trial. There's no Patreon that you have to join. Just be able to hop into our Discord server. And from there, you can, if there's a game you'd like to play with us, hey, feel free to post it. And if we don't have it, we can get it and be able to interact with everybody, our our listeners on Thursday evenings. And you don't even have to be playing games. You can just uh, just be in the be in discord 
you know, cooking. Sometimes that's that's what I'm doing <laughs> on Thursdays, and just kind of just kind of wrap and connect with the folks who are kind of rocking with what we're doing on the podcast, and definitely what we're trying to build there at the at on our community. So, again, Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Big shout outs to those who partook in our Vesseline uh, slash main event questions every week. And this week, special shout outs go to Will D, John BT, and Goonie. So thank you very much for interacting with us on Discord, uh, bringing some uh, interesting discussions. Uh, really appreciate it. Because uh, we're trying to build something something neat over on Discord where folks can just kind of rap about games, the gaming industry, and have a variety of opinion and not worry about, you know, uh, their legitimacy being <laughs> brought into question. So if, you, if you're interested in talking about games but could do with the nonsense that goes on, on much larger social media platforms, I would highly, highly, highly suggest you join us on our Discord server from the Twitter link that I just mentioned. So again, thank you all for participating. And with that, that's going to bring episode 200 to a close. We want to thank you for rocking out with us because, you know, like without our listeners and without those that are participating on our discord and interacting with us there we're just three old dudes yapping into the internet ether so for des aka the bay area terror aka the high res hater aka the cat daddy aka that gamer step daddy and for trader joe aka jabroni chief yeah 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 Otherwise known as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar? I am Shonuff71, aka Digadulamite. That purple bling bling, y'all. And we're saying we'll be back next week, episode 201 for your ears. Peace.